Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. Do you have a very cranky baby and you're like, oh no, poor thing, you're teething. Oh, we just, we're in chaos right now. What if I told you that teething should absolutely not disrupt sleep? This is a very big stance that I have always taken here at Little Z's, and in this video, I'm gonna lay everything out on the table so you can learn what remedies to use, how to manage teething pain, how this is gonna be like for the day and nighttime, and give you a plan to make sleep a thing. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep podcast and YouTube channel. This is the place where every week we share strategies for you and your family to make sleep a thing. Our videos are intended for children ages zero to five years old, as well as our sleep training courses. In fact, from this age group, zero to five years old, we have a designated sleep course for every single age group. So if you've never seen any of these, I invite you to check out the entire program list at littlezsleep.com slash programs. This is going to be your roadmap to give you a step-by-step strategy to teach your child to sleep well all night long. Now, let's get right into how I approach teething and sleep. Are you ready? This really should come to no surprise. If you've been hanging around our podcast or YouTube for a couple of years, I'm just going to tell it to you straight. Teething is not impacting your child's sleep. Let's say it again. Teething is not impacting your child's sleep. I have a very strong stance with this, and I have been around friends, family members, and even clients in real life. Like Sometimes I go to the grocery store, and people legitimately have been like, are you little Z's? Like, yes, I'm Becca. And a few of these occurrences, the parent has told me like, oh yeah, Becca, like your courses were amazing. I mean, we're teething right now, so it was a little rocky. And I just always like smile and I love meeting people and I love hearing about this. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's not teething. So let's talk about why I believe this. First of all, your child will be losing and gaining or gaining and losing teeth for 12 years of their life, 12 years. Do we as parents, and I say we, I have my oldest is eight right now. She's losing teeth left and right. Um, So is my youngest. When they're losing teeth, do you know what happens with their sleep? Nothing. (laughs) Literally, the only thing that happens is that my youngest will sometimes, she's a little nervous. She doesn't like blood. And so she gets a little like, oh, I'm about to lose my tooth. But they are not withering in pain when their adult-sized teeth are coming up. And so this is like truly why I believe that Teething is not something that's going to impact your child's sleep is because you're not seeing elementary age kids like literally lose sleep or you're not hearing about elementary age kids teething issues. Like you're not hearing about that. And so this is my stance on it. I believe that when your child is teething, there's likely other factors at play. So in this video, I am going to walk through some of the signs that like this could be causing irritability. I'm going to tell you what to do at nighttime and especially how to approach their sleep and give you that date of like, okay, if you've been talking about it's teething for this long, let's move on and let's actually look at the root issue. So let's talk about all of these things and I will do my absolute best to be non-judgmental about this. It's going to be a little hard, but I'm going to do it. So just in case you're finding this video and you're like, I don't really know who this Becca chick is or like, what's little Z's? I have been a pediatric sleep consultant 
since 2015. And in my first several years of business, I worked one-on-one with families, tech support, phone calls, in-homes, all the things. Then we went more virtual and I stopped doing in-homes. We went to courses. And so Little Z's has evolved throughout the years. And I'm telling you this because I'm not just some lady on a video camera telling you like, this is what I think on my high and mighty horse. I have worked with over 500 families in a one-on-one capacity and over 20,000 families have been a part of our sleep courses. So I've talked to a lot of parents in the last eight years. And there was one family in particular that I remember And I'm telling you this because I want to acknowledge there are extremes. We need to set that precedence first. So I worked with this family back in 2016, 2017, and their baby, when he was teething, he got like the extreme situations. He developed a rash and a very high fever. And because of this, because of those effects with his body, it wasn't necessarily the teeth popping through. It was more so the rash and the high fever that were impacting his sleep. So I want to acknowledge, first of all, I'm just going to set this extreme. I understand. And I just told you that story because there's an extreme out there. So tell me in the comments, if you're watching on YouTube, I'd love to know what are some of the symptoms that you recognize in your baby when they begin to teeth? When you start to see like the little white peaks starting to pop through their gums, what are some of the symptoms that you're noticing? Do you have this extreme case of um, really bad diaper rashes and really high fevers? Or are you not even aware and you're like, oh my gosh, there's a tooth. I had no idea. I think we all experience things, especially by kid, everything is different. So I want to definitely ask you that so we can have a conversation about what symptoms are you seeing in your child's sleep. Now, for these extreme cases, the um, like the blistering diaper rash this baby got and the really high fevers, when that was happening with this child, I told the parents, like, listen, I am not a pediatrician. I am not a doctor. Please consult with your child's pediatrician. I'm honored that you think I have the answer, but please, we need some medical care. And so I want to say, if you are in that extreme situation, I'm so sorry. I know that is like frustrating and you wish that wouldn't happen, but please consult with your medical professional to help handle those issues. So looking over here, we're not at the extreme cases, we're at more of like the average baby when they are showing their symptoms of irritability, of drooling, of putting their fingers in their mouth, putting other things in their mouth. They tend to sometimes um, seem a little bit more cranky. What are some of these symptoms? So I want to first look at how is this going to impact their awake windows? There are times when your baby is going through the teething phase. Guess what happens? it also correlates to their change in awake windows or their change in nap schedules. This is why, point number one, I believe that sometimes teething, you're reading it as, oh, they're getting new teeth and oh, this is disrupting sleep, but actually it happens to align with a schedule change or a nap change. And this is something that we've got to look at because your child may be struggling to be awake for their awake window. And you're like, there's no way that they could go from three to two naps. Like he's so cranky, he's teething. But the reality is that that's a very normal change. Whenever you stretch an awake window, your child will become irritable. So if you're experiencing irritability and also at the same time, you're experiencing tooth pop through and maybe you're going through our complete schedule guide and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to change their wake windows. All of that is what's aligning to cause that sleep disruption or really to cause that frustration and like they can't reach their awake time because they're so cranky. Well, it's because they're teething. You're like, no, it's because you're actually trying to stretch them a half hour more and that's a big deal. So in these times, when you have a teething baby and you're trying to stretch their awake windows and they're just cranky, I have a few 
tools that are free versus cheap, and you can use these to help handle your baby's teething irritability and crankiness. One of the best teething tools out there is a washcloth that is frozen. So take one of those baby washcloths, get them wet, get get many of them wet, roll them up, put them in the freezer so that when your baby starts to become maybe like chewing on their hands or you're trying to stretch that extra half hour from their normal nap time to their new nap time, hand them a frozen washcloth, let them gnaw on it and enjoy that. Another option is, of course, a teething toy. My girls, for whatever reason, they tended to not want the teething toy and they wanted the frozen washcloth, so whatever your baby wants, but try different things. Just like I would tell a newborn with pacifiers, don't just try one brand of pacifier for your newborn and like think, oh, they don't like them. Same thing with this. Try several different teething options. Try several different textures of washcloths. See, maybe they want more of a warm washcloth instead of an ice cold washcloth. Experiment with what that looks like. Also, my youngest, she loved those little mesh pouches where you put food in them. And so we would put some frozen fruit and she would gnaw on that. Whatever you want to do, just experiment because this stretching the awake window, that can be a little bit frustrating, especially when you're like, what am I supposed to do with my baby for another 30 minutes? They're cranky. Offer them something new they've never experienced, a sensory experience they've never seen before. Not only will it help their teething, it can also help to relieve the pressure that their gums might be feeling before they go down for their nap. So it's like two steps in one. Okay, so that was dealing with teething during the day and those wake windows. But what about bedtime and then leading up to like the big scary night where they're gonna wake up because they're teething? During bedtime routine, use opportunities like bath to, again, offer them a frozen washcloth. Or if they are interested in those mesh chewers, maybe it's frozen breast milk that they're chewing on. Maybe in the bathtub, they can chew on one of the teething rings, whatever that's like for your baby, but find those opportunities. Even gentle gum massage for your baby and practicing to brush their teeth, that can help. One of the big things I want clients to be cautious about is how often you are using pain relievers. I already mentioned earlier in this episode that, listen, I'm not gonna give you dosage. You definitely need to talk to a medical professional about using medication, but please, if you are watching this video and you have been using Motrin or Tylenol for many, many nights or weeks on end, please stop. Um, I've had to have this hard conversation with clients where they've said, well, I use ibuprofen like every single night before bed. And I'm like, how long have you been doing that? Like, like two weeks. There's no re- no need for that. So we do not need to be resorting to pain relieving meds every single night. So use those natural remedies, frozen washcloths, gentle gum massage, um, teething rings, whatever your baby prefers. Use that, especially in those 30 minutes before going to bed to help your baby soothe. Okay, you know how sometimes when you and I aren't feeling well, maybe we have slight aches in our body or we're just not 100%. What do you crave more than probably anything? To go to sleep, right? And sleep it off. There's a reason that people talk about this. Like, oh, I've got a stomach ache. I just, you know, maybe I ate too much. Like, I just need to go sleep it off. Or, oh man, I had a really hard workout today. I'm gonna go take a bath and sleep it off, right? This is something that your baby can have too. When we are sleeping, our bodies heal. Our bodies are being restored. Our bodies do amazing things when we sleep. And so for your baby, getting the sleep that they need, that is the gift that will help them deal with the teething pain. I wanna be totally straight up with you. I mean, that's what I do here, right? At Little Z's, you guys know and hopefully love us because we are straight up with you. But if your baby is having broken sleep, 
Maybe they've never learned how to independently put themselves to sleep and sleep all night long. They're having what we call broken sleep, where they and you are waking up every few hours throughout the night. How does that make you feel the next day? Don't you feel like you're a little bit more susceptible to not feeling well? It's like you notice every joint pain. You notice every little crick in your neck. You notice all the little ailments that like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was there. You aren't feeling 100%. I personally believe it's the same thing for your baby. If your baby has never been taught to sleep through the night independently and they are not sleeping 11 to 12 hours solid like they are capable of, of course they're gonna be more cranky during the day. This is where I've had so many conversations with families over the year where they tell me like after sleep training program when their baby's sleeping all night, they're like, oh my gosh, I have a completely different kid. This baby used to be so clingy and cranky and now they're not. And it's like, yes, it's because they're sleeping. And doesn't that make sense? Doesn't it make sense when you finally sleep all night long, the sleep that your body needs to be refreshed and restored and healthy, you feel better the next day. Those little aches and pains, they're they're not as strong. You're feeling better because you are healthy. And the same thing is true with your baby. So if your baby was once sleeping great, okay, and then all of a sudden you start to see like maybe their gums are swelling, you see a little white kind of poking through, you might be thinking, oh, it's teething. Get those natural remedies going, frozen washcloths, teething rings, anything that your baby, again, likes and prefers. And when it comes to the nighttime, after you've done your bedtime routine and they are in their crib ready for sleep, Do not change your expectation. Leave the room like they normally do and allow them to go to sleep in peace. If they don't and you need to go back to your sleep training method of leave and check or stay in the room, remember, there's only four ways to sleep train your baby. And here at Little Z's, we teach those middle two, leave and check and stay in the room. Go back. This is my fallback. If anything ever happens in your child's sleep, go back to the sleep training method that you once used. However, there does come a day there does come a time in the calendar where it's like, okay, it's been a week. You surely are not still teething. And so what I want you to acknowledge is if it has been over five nights and you're like, oh, it's teething, oh, it's teething, but you clearly see that their tooth has already popped out. Do not lean on the teething as the issue. What's probably happened is that over those five nights that you've maybe gone into the room and laid your hands on the baby or rocked the baby or held their hand to sleep, That is how they now believe sleep should be. So now it's time to erase that and get back to our normal expectations by using the sleep training program that you used in the first place. Or if you've never formally sleep trained, get back to the method that you know would be best suited for your family, whether that's our baby sleep training course or another sleep philosophy. So in summation here, let's talk about teething and sleep. It, it's going to happen. Obviously, your baby's going to get teeth, okay? But there are natural remedies that we can choose, and I would always opt for that over prolonged use of pain medication. Use those remedies to stretch the awake times for your baby and to help them deal with that so when they go for their nap, their gums are feeling more, maybe more numb to that pressure. Use it during bedtime routine, and then when it's time to go to sleep, Keep your expectations. Hold your ground. Don't in your mind be like, oh, poor baby, I gotta go rock him to sleep because I see a teeth popping through. You're not gonna do that for the next 12 years. So keep your expectations right on par for what you've always done. But if for some reason 
things get off track and you have started rocking them to sleep again because they're teething, then I just want you to go back to whatever you used to originally sleep train. And if you've never done that and you're looking for a solution, our baby sleep training course is exactly what you need to make sleep a thing in as little as three nights. I invite you to check out that program below. Okay, teething and sleep. Gosh, this is like probably one of the biggest, most like um, asked for questions that we get here at Little Z's. And obviously this is not something that's just gonna be a one-time occurrence. Your child's gonna get a lot of teeth. So I hope this has been an encouragement. Again, I would love to know in the comments, what symptoms are you experiencing when your child starts to gain their new teeth? This is a fun journey. Um, it definitely means that they are growing and you have been doing an amazing job as their parent. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams, see you next time. Thanks so much for being here today on the Little Z Sleep Podcast. If you're looking for resources to help your family make sleep a thing and finally get the rest that you and your child both deserve, head to littlezsleep.com to find your child's sleep program and also all of our free resources from our YouTube, blog, and podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.